Back coming from parts of another episode 165 with your hosts Rocky and Rick. I don't know why I do the numbers thing, but let's do the numbers. Well, I mean, thing. we've been skipping the numbers for the longest time. Have we? No, I've always hit numbers. Nah, man. No, because you stopped doing the shtick of like, uh, it's episode number 2019. You stopped that so long ago. Uh, we do numbers all the time. That's fine. Hey, I like the numbers. It makes it easier for me to just track it. Later. Oh, that's very true. Uh, that's why the other podcast started doing numbers again. Because I was tired of just being like, I don't know what number we're on. I want to know how close we are to 200. Uh. And we're close with this one, too. Um, we weren't here last week because I was fucking deathly sick. Uh, do not talk to me. That's how sick I was. Um, so here we are. We were supposed to talk about uh, fucking the AEW show, All In, because it was that Saturday. All In, man. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. All In. Um, so we'll talk about that. There's a lot that happened because of that. That happened uh, to also last night, technically, was the New Japan show, which I didn't get to watch it because obviously it's 5.30 in our morning. Uh, but I will watch the fucking John Moxley. Morning of our Lord. Uh, the John Moxley match. Uh, and then I know Chris Jericho put out uh, a promo calling himself the pain bringer, uh, the pain maker. And Okada was like, we don't need a pain maker. We need the rainmaker. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Jericho's gonna win the title. That'd be that'd blow my mind. I mean, he wins the fucking belt and he's Amen. gone. Um, but Okada got the belt, and uh, I know Osprey won the best of the Super Juniors, so that was today uh, or last uh, this morning at five thirty. And John Moxley is the newest U.S. champ, which is very interesting. New Japan New U.S. Uh, yeah, New Japan U.S. United States champion. I haven't seen the match. I have no idea how it went. Don't know if it was good. Don't know how it was received. So, um, so let's talk about Moxley. Moxley shows up at the end of uh, Double or Nothing. We'll go into that in a bit, but we'll talk about the big thing. That, uh, the other thing that came from besides him showing up was like two days after was he was on Chris Jericho's podcast from their house about Omaha Steaks. And I found out that Chris Jericho really likes Omaha Steaks. They're the... <laughs> That was a live read, bro. You didn't get that cut to be like, yo, hey, I want to talk to you about this. But before I do that, yeah, I just so, want to tell you about. So John has a great story about WWE. Before we talk about that, I want to talk about these. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I actually my God. listened to that podcast twice. Uh, there's so, so many good. memes that came from that shit. John, you've got a great idea, <laughs> you know, and it's, it sucks that WWE has it. But did you ever try the Omaha Steaks? <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many memes. And. It was like when I was listening to it, I was like, what are the advertisement? But then once the memes were on, I was like, this is hysterical because that is very true. Because well, he also addresses it. And he was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, did he? I'm pretty sure he did. No, he he was doing that thing that I always joke that he's just like talking. It'd be like me and you talking. And it's like, anyway, so Rocky was talking about that. But let's first talk about the, yeah. the black tux. So the black tux, you know, and it was just so it just goes. It does, well, the typical, he does it all the time. He does it all the time. But it was so funny to listen to it. In that, and then people make jokes about it, and no one makes jokes about his advertisement yeah. until that one thing, because it was fucking out of nowhere. It's like, John, that's a great story, but first let me tell you about these great steaks, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it, uh, John Mox is going to tell us all about his uh, exit from the WWE, but before we get to that, uh, yeah, let let's talk you. about, uh, you like delicious steaks? Mm-mm-mm, I love delicious steaks. <laughs> yeah. And who better than Omaha Steaks? Omaha Steaks, you know? <laughs> and it was so funny, and then the memes that came from it were hysterical. There were so many on Botchamania for it. 
and stuff. <laughs> they were just the Omaha Steaks shit. Oh my god! Wait, was, was that the episode? No, it was last episode. Just now, it was the, the one that Homer keeps running into Bart's room to tell him about. Something. Yeah, because that's the meme that's going around now. It's like I don't know what to tell you about, but right now it's John Myers or it's fucking Brock Lesnar. No, but the the Omaha it's Steaks one party. The Omaha Steaks one was fucking uh, Superintendent uh, Chalmers and uh, what's his name? Skinner. Skinner and Skinner was making those stupid cheeseburgers. But uh-huh. remember, he was saying that oh, the yeah, Aurora yeah, yeah, yeah. House is in my kitchen right here, right now. But it's like, we call these Omaha Steaks. That's a weird way to call these things. Omaha Steaks, greatest thing ever. And it's just the whole joke with the Omaha Steaks and he's trying to serve them that. Oh, wait, oh, I'm looking God. at a quick gif. And apparently, uh, God, it's going to be so <laughs> weird calling him John Moxley. Just because Dean Ambrose is like the... Call Moxley. Uh, just Mox. Uh, apparently, New Japan, he's just wearing, like, you know... Little black shorts, not necessarily trunks, but shorts. Oh, I haven't seen what he's wearing. He's and wearing, uh and like little wrestling shoes, like almost matte wrestling shoes. He's not wearing the fucking pants? No, and and knee pads. You see it showing Rick. Wow, he's actually wearing fucking trunks? That's yeah, weird yeah, yeah. as fuck. But not trunks, because they're slightly bigger. And it looks like there's something on the back of the leg. Like they're not the underwear cut. Well, it's, it has like little legs. Thighs, knee pads, and fucking boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing weird. on the upper arms. Weird going his, Titus O'Neil style. Weird as shit. <laughs> the great wrestler. <laughs> he looks so naked. Did I started playing 2K19. Again? I saw that then... you posted that. Wait, did I? You posted on Twitter about like I'm playing 2K19 and something happened. Oh, it's the Peyton Royce thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I like her music. Her old music. Fucking <laughs> long arm tight as a nail, dude. Yeah, also he apparently modified the dirty deeds into kind of like a uh a bloody Sunday version of it. I mean, maybe he's. I, I have no idea if it's only in Japan because this is the first time he's ever had a match. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Fighter that's out of yeah, yeah, yeah. Until Fighter Fest. Uh, All right. So, so anyway, so the big thing is he was on Omaha Steak <laughs> Show. He was on the podcast, which I advise anyone to watch. Uh, Moxley has done two podcasts. Uh, the second one's the Wade Keller one, which I haven't listened to. Also, Wade Keller one says some other stuff. The thing is about the I didn't even know about that. One. Yeah, and he said he's done. He's not making any time interviews. That he's done talking about this company. He's moving on. Everything he's going to be talking about is what he's doing now because there's no reason to keep fucking lingering on it. He right, said right, the Wade right. Keller one, but it was about that. Um, everything he said in the Jericho podcast was kind of like if you listen to wrestling observer and stuff it's stuff that they've talked about but now it's now more people hear it so they're like oh shit i guess it is real you know but it's like stuff that melter has said like you know this is how it is man it's just this whole crazy shit show of fucking creative and they don't listen and everything's vince and vince's it's good shit you know it's just fucking it's so you it's so you you're so you that's what people like you so the whole whole podcast if you hadn't listened to it so good it's the emancipation of john of john mox of dean ambrose and he talks he just talks about two moments in time one when he comes to terms that he realizes he wants to leave the company and then the other one is there's no turning back and he's done uh and one i think we talked about it when it happened was him with the gas mask shit and when he was turning on uh, seth and bringing up the cancer shit and it just goes to have him talk about (coughs) excuse me uh, how the creative process is just fucking a shit show. Like, there's nothing around it. You have to get to McMahon before shit goes through, because if it goes through, McMahon's going to allow it, and he'll well, no, do all the that. dumb shit, and there's no way of stopping it. Right. Well, it's like, if he gets that one dumb idea in his the head, scooper. that's the one he's running with. Yes. Like, he's just running with that There's one. no way of stopping it, and you have to go through, like, 20 million people, and then he talked about, he talked about how we've also said it, too, that... There is no rhyme or reason to this show. Nothing makes anything feel impactful. Like he brings up, he's like, why am I doing this? This makes me look like an idiot. 
Right. It also leads my character nowhere. Like, there's no reason I would say this. This doesn't do anything for or, me in the or, long or run. Or I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm saying words, but they're just words. They're, they're just, just words. hollow words. They never bring heat to me. They just bring heat to the company. Well, he didn't say that, but they bring heat to the company because it's like, you're just doing nothing. Right. And that's how it is. It's like, and he even talked about that one day. He's like, I come in and now they tell me I'm the face and sets or on the heel and sets the face. And it's like, what? It's right. like, it just, okay. Last week I wasn't. Um, so it's just, it's, it was fucking wild. Well, I also love before you go into it, the, uh-huh. the fact that he was just like, you know, like they tell me I'm coming back. So I'm coming back and they're like, you're going to come back, uh, on raw. And he was just like, not the, not the rumble. Like that feels like it would oh, make yeah. more okay. sense. Yeah, that thing. They're like, no, I'm raw, raw, raw is great. It does be great. So you, uh, and then, and then he was just like, all right, so I'm waiting for the pop. I'm waiting for the pop. It's going to be amazing. And then the lead up is like, you have a Scottish psychopath. Uh, I have a lunatic friend. And it's yeah. just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just letting it happen and feel like an organic thing. And it was just like, man, that is. I mean, a lot to it. It's that like, a lot. Like, that says a lot, though, just like that one tiny detail that, like, if you just tweaked it the right way, then it would be awesome. Well, it's like he said, everything's micromanaged. But it's like everything I've heard from Meltzer Forever. Everything is micromanaged. Yeah, and yeah. you listen to, like, the shit that they have to go through for storylines and just all this dumb shit. And it's. And it's like he said, they gave him, I know when he was leaving, they gave him the contract. He didn't even look at it. Didn't give a shit. I know he makes a point and no one else has brought it up that he said, look, they could pay me $10 million like they pay Brock Lesnar to fucking ruin their company. <laughs> that was so yeah. And he said that and no one has brought that up. He said, just really? to ruin their company. Uh, Meltzer and Brian didn't bring it up. And I feel that's such a big thing as like, yeah, you can just pay me whatever you pay Brock to ruin your fucking company and I'll do it. And it's true. Brock just fucking ruined their company. He did say it's like, he's just playing them. He's just doing whatever. And he's like well, the sweetest gig. And right, right, right. Just, but but it's also like Vince just being like, "Look, I can control the I control the, yeah. Name. I control and it's Brock. just like, yeah, go ahead, man, pay him a bunch of money. But he's for controlling him to you. Just fuck this up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, it's God. it's everything you've you've heard of. But now it's it's just funny because now it's coming from this guy's mouth. And according to Meltzer, no one has come out and said this is bullshit. This doesn't right. happen. The only thing that well, people some some have said that he's he's not hard to work with. It's just they say there was nothing that they could please him with. That some people said, but no one has come out and outright said that's not how this happens. Right, right. So it is. I mean, look, people can make that argument, but he he did a lot of dumb shit. Like they had he, him do a lot of dumb shit, and he did it. He did say, "Yeah, look, I'm going to do this dumb shit. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Right, right, right. And I'm going to make I'm going to make it work. Best dumb somehow. shit you've seen. Yeah." Yeah, and he was just like, I could always recuperate. And then I felt like at a certain point, I probably couldn't recuperate from that. <laughs> and it was interesting that he was just like, I'm not even going to repeat the two different cancer moments. Like the one that happened for real. And then the other one, he was like, no. yeah, there's one that he said he wouldn't even read. Which he was is, just like, told I, will, I might walk out. He'll tell him off air when they eat all my steaks. Um, <laughs> though you know, it, Jericho dad packet. He, he is. He did the right thing of him, you know, chilling out and just letting his contract expire. Uh, it did give him residuals. He even said that he's like, if someone buys in Cambodia, I'm gonna get that 225, which is a smart thing to do. No, not even. He said that uh, 25th, uh, 225 of a cent or something. Yeah. yeah, I'll get it from Cambodia. Um, but because he waited out his contract and shit, he didn't have to do the 98 complete because they never let him go or anything like that. Yeah, uh, yeah it so. just lapsed. So, but his thing lapsed at the perfect time for him going to AEW within the month, and that wasn't something he even said that he wasn't. Yeah, yeah he was just like, if if I. Uh, he was like, I just wanted to be done. I'd do. He'd do like contracting. He'd restart the wrestling industry by himself and no other wrestling. Yeah, he'd make existed. a school. I thought the best thing was, was when, so he, good. when he talked about when he was shooting the little promotional video that Vince called him up to do a European tour for the Shield, 
And then he was like, no, nah, I'm making a movie. Or he just told him, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and he lied. He's like, but I'm not lying. But I did. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was his promo. It was his promo Moxley movie. Pro- uh, promo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, and then the fact that they, they still wanted to just like stick it to him at the end. You get that, that awesome shield, shield show, 500 bucks. That's hysterical. I still haven't watched. I watched, well, I watched their match. I but the question the is, that 500 must be a bonus, right? No, that they said that was just like. No, because he's still contracted. So his contracted amount is whatever it is. I think they gave him $500 for that event because it's just for showing up. Right, right. But I'm saying like he's he's still earning what he's earning normally. The 500 is on top of that because you don't get an appearance fee like you're scheduled to appear. So you appear because you're contractually obligated technically. Well, yeah, but they did say Jericho and him said that's like the normal standard you get if you don't like like if you show up. up, Yeah, yeah. And that's what they gave him. You're nobody who showed up. You get $500. For a thing that they built up around him, they they gave him just like. Here you go, two hundred dollars. Like you know, that's it. It's like you know, you built this whole thing about me, right? right, right. So you know, and then you pay me shit. But that, I thought that was hysterical. But he didn't, he didn't, whatever. I get those royalties, bro. You know that they clearance the fuck out of everything, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> but they it's just, must have. It's it's just interesting, you know. And then WWE's. Uh, well, no, they haven't had a reaction, but. Uh, yeah. So oh, did anything come from the Sami Zayn AEW thing? No, that, that was, was just, like a work shoot. That moment. was just a scripted thing to say. Just say, hey, you know. I know, I know that that was getting around there. Like, it felt like he was leading up to it the whole time. He's like, you don't want to ask me anything, anything that personal, was part of the anything. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the AEW was meant to be that like big bombshell moment on, where everybody reacted. On like Botchamania, they, they had the moment when that girl asked him about uh, the ginger snaps. Yeah, she's like, duh. Yeah, duh. And then it's it slows down. Oh, Sammy sad plays that sad ass music. <laughs> I thought that was fucking great. Was great. It was just a quite duh <laughs> like through the whole arena. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was very excellent uh, I'd say listen to it I had to listen to the Wade Keller one he talks to some other like moments but he's like this is it I'm like no longer going to talk about this shit so um, but I thought it was great like in the beginning he said you know he thanked them for everything he did and they did do a lot for him you know WWE you know he met his wife and got to pay yeah. off all the shit he did he loved doing the make a wish thing he said it was one of the greatest <laughs> things you can do I like that he started with that and he's just like alright no, let's bury them. yeah let's bury for two hours <laughs> So, um, so yeah, it's an excellent thing. It is like crazy. Most listened to, I think podcast or some shit. It has like a nuts amount of views on YouTube and probably listen for everything, but I gotta listen to the Wade Keller one. I want to hear that one. I got, I gotta like read this to you, uh, that I just saw on squared circle Reddit. Uh, but we'll wait until after we talk about AEW because not anything of super important. Just remind me. Uh-huh. Cause I just saw it and I'm like, just remind me later. You don't want to read now? I mean, sure. It has nothing to do with what we were talking about. This well, that's fine. I mean, we're going to be done and we're going to go to the next the next one. Uh, you brought it up. I have to know. Okay, sure. So have you been... Do you, do you follow Biggie on Twitter? Yes. Have you been reading his tweets? Yes. Did you see the Tanya Tate thing? Oh, what Tanya Tate thing? You know Tanya Tate, the porn star? No, I don't know. Okay, so Tanya Tate is a porn star who's also like big into cosplay and all this other stuff. Right? Okay. Like I've seen her at Exotica's. She seems very cool. The last thing I remember, he had the Twitter belt. That's all I remember. She's into... She's into wrestling also. Okay. So she tweeted the reigning defending undisputed Twitter champ at yeah. WWE Big E. Where's the Twitter belt? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so nice. then he responded saying, College age me, Jorgen's bottle on hand would never believe we've had we'd have this interaction. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. It was his comment to her. So then somebody said, On one hand, I absolutely love Big E uh, being himself on Twitter. On the other hand, his last month on Twitter has me scared for his career. Please don't go. You're the literal uh only highlight of WWE next to Bray right now. Yes, I saw uh, that. sad face, at least secure position at AEW first. 
To which he responded, like that episode of uh, Seinfeld where George purposely gets stains on Babe Ruth's jersey and drags a World Series trophy through the parking lot, I couldn't get fired if I tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a great response to that. Uh, I saw He's the, been amazing on Twitter. I saw the, the Jurgens tweet thing, but I never saw his response. Yeah, because I, I retweeted the Jurgens tweet thing because it's just too fucking funny. Uh, okay, so let's talk about AEW uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, I would love Chipotle to try and get tickets for fucking all out, but uh, just like everyone, they're oh, going to instant sell out. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, there's no way. You have a better chance of the one in Jacksonville. Fighter Fest? Is that one Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen? Oh, Fighter Fest is Fight for the Fallen in Jacksonville. Fighter Fest is Daytona Beach for us. Okay. That's even closer. But yeah. But that's, I bet you Fighter Fest is already sold out as well. Too. Probably. That shit's, I think, this month or next month, right? I think it's, I think it's the next one. Yeah, or is it five? For, I think five for the fall might be. There. I don't know, man. But uh, since they're not on a once like, saw out, regular schedule, I saw all that. I was like, oh, I want to try to get tickets, and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to get tickets. It's like I'd like to see them. I mean, we'll probably see them at some point because they are from down here, so we'll probably get to see them at one point <laughs> in Miami. Um, but I was like, fuck. It, it part of me wishes I was at Double or Nothing. That's like one of those like, this is it, man. This is like. One of those moments in history of wrestling that's, you know, like that guy who got that fucking turnbuckle that they threw in the audience uh-huh. in the Cody Rhodes match. I said, you have a piece of history, man. That thing is like going to be it's a crazy that's moment. True. That's when, you know, how Moxley said on his thing that uh, fucking not times change it, but he said something, uh, something happened in his promo. He did. All right. Yeah. So uh, did, you, did you watch the buy-in? I didn't. No. I okay. I watched the highlights of it, but I didn't oh. care about it. I wanted to see the, the Sammy Guevara thing, but I mean, I haven't heard like glowing reviews about I it. I heard it's so. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like indie match. Yeah. And all I cared about were the Battle Royale was just who won. Which is Hangman Page. Which is Page, yes. Right. So uh, then the first match was SCU versus uh, the Stronghearts, uh-huh. which was an awesome match. Uh, there was a lot going on in that match, and I was just like, these guys, I mean, I already knew SCU from what I'd seen, or dope. Yeah. But uh, Stronghearts were fantastic. Yeah. For a group of people I've never heard of before. I only know Shima, because I've seen Shima in Dragon Gate, but uh, the other guys, no. I know they're all from uh, fucking Dragon Gate and shit like that. Like T-Hawk and all those guys. Yeah, because they're Japanese guys that then moved to China to yes, they wanted start Shima. a thing there. Yes. Right, right, right. Um... I mean, there wasn't that much to say other than it, though. No, it was a, it was a nice opener. It was wild. Everyone was super happy because people love SCU no matter where they go. I'm still, like, a little iffy uh, on some of the rules in AEW as far as, like, what? countouts and... Well, you have 10 seconds in the ring over the 5 seconds that normally you have. Right, to break an illegal hold or... Well, no, no, 10 seconds for teammates to be in the ring. Oh, I see, I see. That's why they gives them more leverage to do, like, New Japan shit. Right, 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 right. Fucking flippy-dippy. Well, because in one of the later matches, I forget specifically which one that was a multi-person... Um, match uh, actually no i think it was in the young bucks match that there was a moment where penta and phoenix just trade places no tag no anything they just swap and i was just like what i don't think i think i think in that match when we get to it i know there's no real like legit hand tag i think every tag is just slapping body i don't think there's a legit no, no, but like, i didn't even goes, see a, a tag of a person oh like it was just like phoenix did something and then like he swapped places with pentagon and he walked in there and started getting pins and shit. I'm oh, like, I haven't seen the match a second time, but the match was incredible. It was fantastic. Uh, all right. So then you had the now fatal four way women's match. Britt Baker, awesome Kong, uh, Kylie Ray and Nyla Rose. You know, it's kind of like, okay on that match. It was, it was fine. I mean, it was mainly just Kylie Ray and Britt Baker. Yes. Uh, cause they just kept, I mean, the, awesome, the bigger competitors. Awesome outside. was cool. 
I mean, she couldn't move a lot. She looked right. cool doing what she needed to do, her little spots. Nyla, in, from what I heard from, you know, Meltzer's review and stuff, and I kind of agree, she was kind of like the weakest one out of all of them. She was just there, and then she just kind of disappeared. Yeah, she didn't do very much. But outside of that, I was just like, eh, the match is okay. And I know a lot of people liked it, but I was just like, eh. I was kind of like, you know, it's good, but I was just like, eh, you know. Well, for instance, right, like, uh, I mean, I, Kylie is like fucking Bailey times 500, but like everyone, but she's like, good. But like, I mean, I, like her character and I'm just like, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, she's awesome. And I was just like, well, and I guess she's just Bailey. This is the thing. Even though they're she, like, she's I think not she's Bailey. better than Bailey, but it's because like this, this past week, I don't know how I stumbled across her. Maybe YouTube recommended it, but it was, uh, I think beyond wrestling or one of those indies. Yeah. Uh, and it was Kylie Ray versus Orange Cassidy. And mm-hmm. I had heard about Orange Cassidy, but I don't know what the fuck the deal is. So I watched the match. I saw Orange before. And it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I'd heard of him, but I hadn't actually watched him. Did you know what his gimmick was before you heard of him? No. Okay. I still don't know what his gimmick actually is. His gimmick is. is a pro wrestler that doesn't pro wrestle. Okay. Uh, it, to me, it just seemed like his gimmick is too cool for school. His gimmick is, I'm a pro wrestler that's going to do everything in my power to not pro wrestle. Well, yeah, he starts off this match with his hands in his pockets. It's all he's, he always does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it looks like he's just wearing jean joggers. Yes. <laughs> and so he can do the shitty kick. Yeah. And the super kick to your ankle. Uh, he's a comedy act. Yeah, and then like some people I, hate him and puts on the 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 uh, uh, the um, goddamn the elbow guard. Yeah, does he was, do the right. juice box spot in the fucking? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Squeezed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this one was like mega indie in the sense that like they're both interacting with the crowd a lot. Like well, she's she's like doing a lot of crowd work and trying to get his, chance going. No, his, she is. Like, oh, she is. Well, yeah, but his gimmick is. It's just the comedy thing, but he'll interact with the crowd, but not like care enough. But it's just like because he's the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't necessarily. So she's like trying to like get the crowd to to you know freshly squeeze and do all those things, and then she's constantly like extending the hand, you know, for a handshake, and then we'll turn it into a thing or sneak like a you know roll up or whatever, and it, it ended up becoming a really protracted match from what I anticipated. But it got really good once it really got <laughs> going and started moving away from comedy stuff. So, like, in that regard, because Bailey doesn't do that kind of shit. I mean, granted, no, it doesn't allow you to do that. Yes, kind there of is shit. no there but, is comedy characters in WWE, but there's no comedy matches. Right. But it feels like Kylie. Ray, I think the what, what kind of boxes in Bailey is that she's like the ultimate wrestling fan. Right. Like she's Izzy. If Izzy was an adult, that was a wrestler. OK. Right. And Kylie Ray just seems like the nicest person in the world. But she like. Once the match got going, like there was no more like goofing around, really. Like she was going in for legit everything, and I was expecting some bullshit, like you know, fucking whatever Bailey's finisher is called right now. Bailey to Bailey, that that kind of shit, and it wasn't. It was a lot of super kicks, a lot of like all the shit you see in indies. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just felt a little bit more diverse than like your standard Bailey match. So maybe like on a technical level, she's just further along than Bailey is. So and I don't know, the characters seem to not be nearly as like obviously playing to children <laughs> so i don't know but i do like Britt baker of the four yeah Britt's awesome she was in hell shape yeah like incredible shape and then uh she's wrestling with ali impact well the former ali impact yeah because ali was uh, on the the announce booth right uh it's crazy that ali joined AEW. like she was a huge character in t in impact just yeah and it's like, yeah I'm, I'm aw now it's like what the fuck yeah, but I mean, she had a weird thing on Impact. Where, She's the evil. Uh, well, yeah. Well, once she became the evil, young and all the fucking alternate reality world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's her face? Uh, damn it! Who is with uh, the crazy Steve? And oh, uh, the uh, Rosemary. Rosemary. There. 
I was like, what's her fucking name? I thought it was something dumb, and I'm like, oh no, it's normal. Uh, all right, next match is the where am I? I think it's the best, the friends, best friends, yeah, versus Jack Evans and then Helico. So, uh, it's a very cool match, awesome match. It was there, it's the first time I've actually watched Chucky e. T wrestle. Oh, really? I've only ever seen him in skits. Oh, and yeah, you didn't watch him when he was in New Japan for the their, yeah, no, no, their thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chucky e. T's cool, he's a good wrestler, he's a good wrestler. Um, I, he's also a comedy, though, yes, but he is to a degree, to a degree, he'll do dumb stuff, but he's not like cabana comedy or something like that he no. wrestles no yeah. but i mean like even colt's a pretty good wrestler he just leans on the comedy way yeah, heavier colt is a comedy uh, colt is a the thing is that chucky e. t is a wrestler they just do doofy stuff you know yeah they do the fucking the okada like that rainmaker hug <laughs> i don't know if you saw the tweet that uh i think it was chucky e. t put out because this one's for you kazu uh, uh, Big Cassie, and then uh, God is it. I was watching. I love you. <laughs> He's just like I was watching. <laughs> That's great. Um, it was a very good match. I will say Jack Evans was fucking awesome in this. I feel like Angelico, he was awesome in Lucha Underground. I just feel like he was good in this, but not like Lucha Underground crazy where he does right, all this right. nut stuff. While Jack Evans was like, this is your guy yeah. on your team going fucking crazy. The, the crazy thing about Jack Evans is that he was really drawn with the crowd. Yes. Like he was talking to the crowd that whole match. Yeah, Jaw Jack and he was going all over the place and right. really being animated. Right, which was like weird because like you don't expect it in those sorts of shows. Yeah. But he was going for it. He was just like, fuck it, I'm here. Yeah. But yeah, and Helico felt a little like toned down from what I'm re- I remember watching in Lucha. Yes. Like a lot toned down actually. I don't know about their gear. That bright ass Mountain Dew color. It's uh well Nike calls it Volt. Is the name of it, and it's pretty. It's pretty uh, on point as far as the name goes. That bright ass, like security guard, and Helico looked like he should be riding his motorcycle. Like he came (laughs) on, I was like, "Yo, you guys are really bright." He looks like Neon Gimp, is what he kind of looked like, just maskless, unmasked. But have you seen Best Friends actual Titantron thing? No, they like he put it up. uh, Chucky T put it up uh, because. And they, they actually show the extra videos on YouTube, but it's the whole thing with the dogs. And then there's like and aliens in there for no apparent reason and ghosts. And it's like, if you watch Chucky e. T put out a tweet with him and Cody, he's like, this is how he came up with it. And he's like, oh, he's like, I can put some dogs and stuff. He's like, hey, can you, he's like, it's great. How about you put some aliens? He's like, aliens? He's like, yeah. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the screen cap of the. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you watch the video, there's just random alien heads, like, blah, 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 like alien heads and then ghosts for no apparent reason. It just reminds me of like fucking Trent's like pants that have the zombies on. It, I don't still to this day don't know why he has like zombies on yeah. the side and then like this I love Trent by the way like it was because Trent I liked, was in awesome shape too I liked Rapungi Vice so much mm-hmm. in New Japan so like obviously I just like both of those guys still did the strong zero yeah I know but they called it something else or that or JR fucked it up which is very, very they like, didn't call it strong zero in the yeah they the didn't show. they called it something else or the dude buster uh, he never said dude buster no no he didn't he was attempting a dude buster by himself at one point um yeah, but Strong Zero is a dude buster. He's a dude with buster the with the yeah the kick. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was very good. That was an awesome tag match. Um, but yeah, then at the end they do their hug thing, and I have no idea who those guys were. Thankfully, I found oh, out Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, Super Smash Brothers. Never knew who they were. He was. I uh, had heard of them a few weeks player ago. Player Uno, uh, yeah. the big heavy set guy. The only reason, okay, I because we didn't see I didn't see Double or Nothing live because I was at work. I. I saw it on the Sunday when I was off. Um, and then, so I had seen when I came home, I saw some tweets, uh, of like the shot of all the guys, Smash Brothers in the ring and they had that human throne, which I thought was cool as shit. Which is cool as fuck, yeah. And then he posted like 
numero uno said like did you forget about me and i was like who the fuck is this guy yeah and like i went on his like indie i think it's like uh yeah hyper indie and i went to their fa- his like twitter and i'm like who the fuck is this guy and i watched like a highlight video and i was like he's just some heavy set dude with a mask just destroying people and i was like okay i've never heard of this guy and, and then, then the i found out they're dude, called the super smash Brothers. yeah, yeah. And, they and the, the other games. dude was apparently used to be even thinner, like the little bald dude. The bald dude with him that was like, ah, yeah. the Kratos guy. And so apparently he showed up and he's like bigger. Yes. So he was even smaller guy when they were like doing like heavy Super Smash Bros. People thought that they like just stopped wrestling because they haven't been around for a little well, while. Well, they were indie enough that the people at the show had no idea who the yeah, fuck yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, for sure. Like, who are you? The crowd was like, and I was dead. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, who the fuck? Are-? I even, when I saw it too, after I even watched it, I was like, man, who the fuck are these people? I had heard a rumor about the Super Smash Brothers going to AEW, but I didn't know who they were. And I remember Googling them that day uh-huh. and not being able to find a photo. So I was just like, well, whatever. And then weeks later, once Double or Nothing finally hits, I was like, oh, <coughs> these must be those people, I guess. The, After the fact. The Heavyset guy's got a cool look. Their finish was fucking awesome. That um, weird ass Doomsday device fucking. I don't even remember it. <sighs> I think it was a I think it was a Doomsday device into some weird like neck breaker shit. I don't remember it. <laughs> I'll have to pull it up. Uh, and then I know all the dudes that came out and gave him the human throne were like indie wrestlers from there. So yeah. I, maybe I they'll imagine. keep pulling indie wrestlers for different things to make the cool human throne. I thought the human throne and was cool. they're like a weird zombie. They're just know. his minions. They're yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're like zombie minion wrestlers. Player thing. two, player three. Yeah, whatever the fuck they are. But he's like player uno or some shit. Oh, uh, no. And the other dude's player two. Or player oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, um, but yeah, I know nothing of these guys. Never seen anything. But they're just mega indie wrestlers. More uh, power to them. Good job. Yeah, 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 it was cool. Uh, then you had the Joshi six woman uh, tag match, which I think in that one there was also a moment of like no tag. It was just people swapping in and out. That one got kind of crazy. I like that one a lot. But Joshi yeah. wrestling is fucking awesome. Yeah, it was good. There was that weird. There was like a two of the little like one delayed count, and then the count that was a two, but they rang the bell, and then oh, the referee is like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> On uh, two, buddy. Uh, two. When they said, okay, and Mel- they started playing the music. Yeah, and you know whose music it was? It was playing the person. It was playing Hikaru uh, Shida's music, who wins on the actual real count. Right, right, she right. Didn't win on the fucked up count. Right. Yeah, which is hysterical. Uh, I know live, uh, according to Meltzer, it didn't. Well, not what they were saying didn't make it feel like it was the same impact. Because you watch that on the TV, that female wrestler was fucking two. Like it was like hyper yeah, yeah. serious. She was like no. Like dead, like dead, like yo, I said two, yo, and it was just her like dead serious face. I know she's the ref for, I forgot what indie fed, but I know Rick Knox, the bald guy, yeah, for uh, yeah, bar wrestling, isn't he? Uh, I think he's for PWG also, maybe. I think he's PWG, and that's why because he was the oh, Cody no, one, it, yeah, because he was uh, well when they when the the Bucks got him. They were at a bar wrestling show because Joey Ryan was there, and it uh-huh. was right when he got out of his lucha contract. And, uh, you know, they set it up as if they're going to offer him the contract. Yes, I remember. And he was bit. just like, I got to have my lawyer look it up. And they're like, we're not here for you. Yeah, we're here for Rick. We're here yeah. for Rick Knox. Yeah. And which people think that since now he's there, maybe they'll have a, like a little help with PWG and maybe do some stuff with them and, and shit. Super Dragon be like, yo. Uh, Excalibur's already there and he is from yeah. that stuff. So, yeah. And Excalibur. Well, they're, they're like good friends of Super Dragon. Excalibur was awesome. He was amazing. Too. I he think was he really, was really good. He that is. Dude, Alex Marvez, though. Terrible. Uh, okay. According to Meltzer, on that night. According to Meltzer, hyper nervous, and he looked hyper nervous. Yeah, he looked about the shit. He said like times. three things. I don't, well, he kept uh, saying generico, which I'm just like that, that was on the Botchamania thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard it when I was watching it. I'm I like, heard the first time I was like, "What?" Generico. Generico's got that camera, and then it was Generico in front of Jericho. The best is on the Botchamania where they go into Alex Marvin's going to talk. He's 
And he's just doing that smile thing and zooms in on him. You can see the sweat <laughs> the running sweat. on his face. Poor dude. I mean, he was nervous as fuck. I think this is his first time ever doing something like that. He said some uh, insightful stuff, but it was so like, he felt like he was the Beth Phoenix, whatever. Like when I heard him, I was like, no, because I heard him and I was like, Oh yeah, Alex Marvin. Well, it just sounded there. like he was far away a lot because he was like out in the world. So yeah, when he, he didn't know in, when it was just like, Bruh. yeah, that's what I was like. Oh yeah, they have a third guy because it was Excalibur and then and JR, JR when he needed to. But Excalibur was like incredible comic. Well, comic it, Excalibur guy. was pulling that, doing the heavy lifting. JR was just trying to be JR. Yes, and call the action. But you know, they need them. Excalibur. He's still, he's still getting up to speed on yeah. that. Excalibur needs to be for TV. That guy was incredible. Yeah, yeah. He told you everything. As he a knew. color guy, he's fantastic. He knew every move. He knew everything to say. I also really appreciated they didn't have a heel color guy. Yes, just I, have three when they did three announcers, I was like fuck three. I got yeah, really yeah. upset. I was like, oh my god! But did Alex really? said nothing. Yeah, because I was like, man, you two. Like I just, it's so the three has gotten so bad from WWE that I just feel like three. <laughs> fuck you. You know, I was just so like, oh my god, I can't stand it. Anyway, back to the the six uh, six way Joshi mesh. Um, I think it was very good. The women are awesome. Uh, those girls are incredible. Um. The I think the other slow count was I forgot their names. I know there was Riho and then there was Rio. Uh, Riho was the the two champ. She was the I think stardom and another champ. She was the she came with the two belts. Then there was Riho, like the big girl with the red hair with the glasses, and yes. then Hikaru Shida. And then there was Awesome Kong, Awesome Kong, um, Aja Kong, Aja Kong, uh, their trainer, the one who dressed up like Freddie Mercury, yeah. and then the magical girl, uh, I mean Sakura. She was super cute. Yes. Uh, she was like a little genie pixie thing. Yes. She did the slow count thing where they were okay, counting. Yeah, yeah. And she, she had to climb on the ropes in. and right, get right, on. Right. Yeah. But and that whole springboard in. That whole match was awesome. Like it was the two trainers. And Aja, as Aja could do, she couldn't really do much. She did awesome. It was just like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, because it was just like, I'm I'm bigger than you are and yeah. fuck you. And I'm the old grandma that's just going to beat the shit out of you. And Yeah, none awesome. of it looked bad, but it didn't look crisp. So like, you know. Yeah, I mean, what's she going to do? She's fucking, that's, what's his name? Tenryu. Just, oh. <laughs> Powerbomb yourself. Killing piece of shit. <laughs> Flip your own neck, motherfucker. Um, what is it? Oh my God. But yeah, that two count thing that it sucks because that kind of deflated it. And then they had to like, they do, she did the Shining Wizard yeah. and stuff. Hikaru Shida is the one that's in AEW and she's the rumored, as everyone always points out, that she is Kenny Omega's girlfriend. Because when Kenny was coming down here, she came down here and all this stuff like that. So he will link them together. I think she's very attractive, but she's also like an actress and shit. But she's she's good. She's very good. Um but I like it. Uh, I like it better than the other women's match. But these women have been wrestling for like a long yeah, time, yeah. and they're fucking. But it's also a very different kind of match. It is, and they're like top of their game shit. These girls were like, you know, everything yeah. was crisp. Everything just went boom, boom, boom. Riho and all these girls were super smooth. Yeah, but honestly, that's what, I mean, that's what you'd get with top yeah. level fucking Joshi girls. I think the earlier match, if it was just uh, Kylie Ray and Britt Baker, <laughs> would have been a better match. I think so too. Because you kind of just like inim- eliminate the the extras. I mean, awesome was awesome to see. Awesome Kong. Yeah, but she spent most of the match like out on the floor. Yeah, she's an older woman. Yeah, she really. Can't and I mean, it, she has a history of like having trouble moving at a certain point. I think that's why the transition to like glow was like so awesome for her. She's in AEW, right? I think there was a thing. Yeah, for her. yeah, yeah. yeah she she's official too. Yeah, it's AEW. Oh, well, Kong is awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah. AEW some. Uh, okay. Uh then the next match was Cody and Dustin, which was. 
the best match of the night. It was, and I was just like shooting a brick after a certain point. We just like there's just blood dripping from the oh, head onto goodness. the mat. You're like just like crimson. This mess. is tough to watch. So okay, it started with uh, Cody coming out, which I I found out what his uniform was. It was Alucard from Symphony of the Night. Mm. Uh, and then they broke the Triple H throne, which was awesome as shit. It was pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was it was cute. It was gave him the sledgehammer and then he came up I and he broke the throne. I was like, this is pretty crazy. I did hear people being like, why did he walk all the way down to the ring to get the sledgehammer to go all the way back? And I'm like, eh, it's nitpicking at it's, that it's point. It's an impact, man. He Why would he just come out with sledgehammer and break it? It's better he goes down well, and no, no. If he, if Randy he, gives him the thing and he does the Triple H look. Yeah. And he no, no. I think the suggestion was have him come out, like stop, acknowledge that it's there, turn around and then somebody just walks him out uh, a sledgehammer. Oh, like right at that moment? No, yeah, I, like, yeah, like, I like him getting it and like doing that deliberate. fucking walk yeah. up the, the ramp. No, yeah. I had no problem with it. I'm yeah. just saying like that's what I heard and I'm like, man, you guys are nitpicking at this yeah, point. Like that was a fun moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Which I think those are like Even real he, playful shots across the bow. He did say it's like, it's me destroying the attitude. I was like, yo, it's more than that. This is this is outright Triple H fucking ring, dude. Yeah. And uh, you're destroying the attitude by fighting your brother. But I think I, I I think supposedly right since the negotiations with Kenny and the Bucks and everything with Triple H like went smoothly, they were just not interested. Uh, people, I don't know if this was on Wrestling Observer Live or not, but they're like he kind of takes that shit in stride. You know, like it's not like a, a personal offense to Triple H. He understands that they're just kind of fucking with him. A little Trips bit. was the one who he did say like when he was Stardust, it was just like a. He had to prove himself to him or some shit like that. There was a bunch of shit I know he talked about. Like how Mo- uh, Moxley felt like he needed to like be someone different and they wouldn't let him. And I think that was the whole thing when Cody left when he did his little mm-hmm. interviews and stuff. But it's been a long time. Uh, anyway, that match, it was how everyone says it, it was an old 70s, 80s wrestling match. It was that great, was, though. That was just so much storytelling in that ring. The moment that fucking Dustin got his head busted open... I don't know if he cut himself. Or... Well, I'm pretty sure he did. Because right when he they, hits the turnbuckle, there is no physical damage he, until he goes down. He gets hit a second time that they didn't show on camera. There's it's when they do the cross thing, like boom, boom, you know, playing the, the dual oh, the screen. Split. Everyone's paying attention to the top because like I did, too, where he it shows him getting hit by the turnbuckle in the real time. Brandy comes up and beans Dustin in the head with uh, his uh, fucking wolf cane. Oh yeah, it's in the fucking. Co- it's so tiny, and the only reason I know about it is because uh, Vinny from Figure Four. Mm-hmm. He says that anyone catch that? Did they show that on TV? And then someone put the GIF of the split screen, and it's like on the bottom, and she just yeah, yeah. whacks him with it. And after he gets whacked, is when he starts bleeding. I mean, it could be because he wasn't bleeding when he hit the thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah he yeah. went down, and like uh, you imagine that once he like, gets back up, eventually he has. Because that was that was just. I don't know if that cane could do that much damage. It feels like he just bladed too deep. It was like right here, and then it was just and it was big know. too. Because when he has the the bandage over it, the you next see day, that shit just. Yeah, no, it was gnarly. Uh, but he was bleeding. Just, it, well, there was not only was there blood on him, on the ring, on Cody. On there was everything. the blood on the outside and pictures from Vinny. I can show you that like it's just like bright red, like everywhere on that mat on the yeah the, the outside mat the outside area. Like it was fucking nuts. Uh, Man, it was a fantastic match, and he did the awesome shit in there for being like a dude in his fifties. Yeah, he did great stuff. It was just a brawl. It was just two guys beating the shit at each other. Once he pulled out the cannonball, it's like get the fuck out of here. Yes, from the apron <laughs> to the outside. Uh huh. Nuts. The one that had me a little worried it was the the superplex. 
Cause like he didn't fall straight back, he kind of just like fell over. Oh yeah, but he, he had Cody shoulder. over yes. him, so it was fine. But it looked like he just like fell back instead of like. I love that the blood was such a big thing that he couldn't see, so he did that swing punch yeah, and yeah, yeah. fell down. And it was just Cody fucking with him. That figure four was awesome. They zoomed in on his face, like ah, he was screaming. It was it was that's fantastic. It was incredible. I mean, there was there's some crazy high spots. It was just a brawl. It was yeah, just, yeah, it was just a solid solid match. Yeah, it was just old dudes not old dudes just doing an old school match where it wasn't a lot of moves and the moves that mattered well, it was nothing like, flashy just, it was just a fight yeah it was punches the superplex off the top rope the submissions and then just a lot of brawling and yeah. th- that was that and then what did it end with uh like a second or third crossroads yeah and i know like dustin did the fucking suplex crossroads to cody yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like the vertical crossroads or whatever you want yeah to call it. it was just them both doing crossroads no one ever yeah yeah I think I think I'm pretty sure it ends with Cody just did doing Dustin, the crossroads. Did he do the fucking the other the old uh, Goldust move, the fucking final cut or whatever the fuck it was? Did he do any other Goldust moves? I don't. I, don't I know he was going to do the fucking Shattered Dreams, and then they they stopped that. Right, right, right. No, yeah. The most he did was like the drop to his knees punch after yes. Cody did the drop to his back punch. Yeah. Uh. Now, there's a lot of, like, payoffs of, like, this is the old shit we used to do, and then pepper in a bunch of the new shit that we currently do. Yeah, but it was, like, four different types of crossroads. But I know it doesn't hit that gnarly suplex into the crossroads thing. Yeah. I was like, this was really cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, and then, obviously, Cody was, like, super emotional at the end, which was really nice, because they sold the shit out <laughs> of it as, like, a grudge match between brothers. Yeah, and then at the end, he's, like... He's going to do the fighter fast. He doesn't need a partner. He doesn't need a teammate. He needs a brother. And he like broke down. I was like, oh, you know, when his voice cracked, I was like, oh, man, I was like, oh, that's some real shit there. man. Yeah. I was like, and everyone in the audience. Oh, that's what I was real. I was like, ah, this is good stuff. I haven't felt this way in a wrestling match ever in my life. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was an incredible match. Incredible. Then we had the. Um. The title presentation ceremony with fucking Bret Hart, which yeah. was also like, whoa, holy shit. Well, it was supposed to be Flair, but Flair couldn't show up because of the... Oh, that's what... His, right. his, his heart condition. Still would have been, whoa, holy shit, if it was Flair. Uh, yeah, but no, like, Flair does way less, or way more stuff outside of WWE than, like, Bret does currently. A lot of the shit that Bret does is not for other promotions. Okay, very true. Because, like, Flair was just like, hey, I've retired. I'm an Impact. <laughs> or TNA, um, or whatever you want to call it. Uh... So Brett comes out. He's gonna show the belt. Hangman comes out. Uh, then MGF comes out, which cuts a really good promo. MJF. MJF. Is that MGF? Oh, MJF. Um, cuts an awesome promo. Very well done. Uh, then we hit Jungle Boy, and then uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Luchasaurus. No, Luchasaurus was in there. It was Jungle Boy, and then oh, Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And hey man, so at least the Jungle Boy Jimmy Havoc thing was to show that hey, these are gonna be, these are mid card dudes on our show, you know, to give them more prominence. They're on the main show, so at least people can know like these guys are gonna be on AEW and stuff. Uh, they beat the shit out of MJF, um, and then Hangman's gonna get the belt, and uh, he's gonna wrestle Jericho because they officially announced it for that's the only match they've announced for uh, All Out. Yeah, um, that title belt is fire. Yeah, how do you like it? I like it a lot. It is the super heavy fucking pounds of gold, as uh, I think Cody said. Yeah, man. It looks it looks like top notch. It's a big ass WCW belt. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's 12 isn't, pounds right? of gold, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is huge as fuck. 
Uh, I like that the AEW is like big, but not like super big. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I like that the pieces like flow into each other. Yeah, because it's like an oval and then two smaller ovals that kind of make it one big fucking right, right. title belt shape. And it's basically like the cutouts from like between the bigger pieces of, the, of it and the secondary plates. It's three pieces, right? It's the middle, the, the yeah, small ones, a, and then the, the main, the secondary, ones. and tertiary plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they all like connect into one giant. Yeah, they make picture. the one big belt shape. Right, as opposed to WWE, who has like the shield and then like the smaller side plates yes i like that this one is like kind of a continuous thing that's just broken up because you need to be able to flex it to flex it yeah uh so i like that a whole lot but yes it's a super pretty belt yeah super duper pretty belt 10 pounds of gold baby i mean you know some good shit there <laughs> uh and then we have the, i think it, i think it looks better than the iwgp belt and i really like the iwgp belt. uh yeah because the iwgp I, belt's a big fucking honking piece of gold yeah too. i i kind of like the iwgp more just because if it fits that more traditional belt design uh-huh but this one's like right up there i just like the roundness of the iwgp belt yeah like i like that this one is different from every belt that we've seen thus far really yeah but it isn't too different right like it's you can see where it gets its inspiration from but it's a new take on that sort of thing uh-huh. whereas the wwe championship and the universal title are just like way left of all of that shit yeah it's their branding their w symbol yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like that's too far i want something that's like in a nice middle ground i feel like this AEW belt I, is that i do still and i've talked about it before i love the wgp thing with the the nameplates of every person that's ever held it uh, and you could do that because there's not that many people that hold these belts because they mean something in Japan. Uh, and I think that's awesome. Um, and then we have the Young Bucks versus the fucking Lucha Brothers, which was fucking incredible. Yes. That. Uh, uh, I love Pentagon. I love uh, Ray Phoenix. Those guys are fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, Young Bucks are awesome. But man, like they were all incredible. But I think Phoenix was fucking out of this world in that match yeah. dude the, there's that one spot the where he's bouncy, bouncy super kick and then like rana off of the was it a run and a one and then he fucking bounced onto the other one it was no 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 weird. it was it was bounce off the middle rope onto the top rope super kick uh nick would gotten crotched yes on like the other part of the turnbuckle yeah and then like jump and rana mat off of i think the corner possibly? well they were both it was the the v and one was on the one side, like let's say okay, the left ropes, was, and yeah. the other one, and he just went bang bang from each of them, and yeah. he just moved around. I had to show it to Nicole because I'm like, I know you don't care, but like, see how impressive this is. Fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was all great. Pentagon was on fire. Uh, people were super into him. Yeah, like mega into them. Uh, but I think that match was phenomenal. Like super i mean it was super spot thing but it was just like yeah. these are what these guys do and it's but you know crazy. it wasn't even forced spots it was just like it was spot heavy but it was like sometimes you want that in a wrestling match yeah like i don't think the match suffered for the <laughs> spots no which used to be the big criticism of the bucks right is that all they could do is spot stuff yeah i remember when we started talking about on this podcast spot monkeys, years ago. yeah it was a spot monkeys thing and it's just like they've actually evolved into a really good tag team and like good storytellers but they incorporate the spots in a smart way that isn't just for the sake of it. Like it isn't, it isn't Ricochet Will Osprey where people can be like, grouse, grouse, grouse. This is not what I want. Yeah. yeah. You know, here it's like, it still feels like a fight, but a fight where they can do flippies and, uh, yeah, no Pentagon. And I prefer Pentagon over Phoenix just because I like the intensity, but man, mm-hmm. they're both so good. Oh, so many chops. Yeah. So many chops. I think it, what is it? I know it ended close around when Pentagon, uh, broke Nick's arm. He did the yeah. arm breaker. I forgot what they got out of that. And then I, kn- I know Nick had to do the one-armed uh, yeah, the melter driver. driver. Yeah. 
I know there's something crazy before that too. There's some nut stuff, but Phoenix and Matt did a lot of nuts things. But it was awesome. No, it was Phoenix and Nick. Phoenix and Nick, yeah. Um, I know they're having their rematch. It just got announced for the titles again. I th- is it a Fighter Fest? It might be a fight for the fall. <laughs> no, no, no. I know the the Triple A titles are on the on the line again. Maybe at a Triple A show. Mm. But they're up again, and I assume they'll probably lose it. I think it may be at a Triple H show. I'm surprised they wanted this I'm time. surprised they kept it, yeah. But if you look, they're having a rematch, and I think it is at a Triple H show, so I assume it's they're letting them lose it at a show in, like, Mexico or something, so they can get their shit. It's really weird. I, uh, I wish there was a Pentagon. Sure. When I was watching that Pentagon thing, and I saw this fucking saw Paris the, Del Mar yeah. tattoo, I was like, man, I just want a Paris Del Mar shirt. <laughs> Me too. I, I looked for one a few years ago, like, pro wrestling tees. I went to AAA. I went to Lucha Underground because that's when he was on Lucha. Probably have to find one on Etsy. And, an Etsy store or Yeah, but that's not official. I want official I know. One. You're never going to get an official now at this point. Unless you get it from Triple No, Triple A. I went to Triple They don't have a web store or they didn't have it on their web store, which really pissed me off. Gotta talk to those fucking cartels. Look at you. One. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? I just want this t shirt. That's cool as fuck. And the fact that he had the crowd doing it for so long, too, is cool. But in the beginning, he gets in his face, Nick slaps it away, and then he does it again. Matt, Nick, Matt slaps it away, and then he fucking like, pushes it in his face. I love that shit. Uh, I love their entrance too. Their fucking weird ass skull thing that they were wearing. I think that was really cool. They yeah, yeah. Oh, when they came out, yeah. yeah. So I was like, "This is new," and then they took it off. I was like, "All right, very cool, very cool." But you know, uh, but I was trying to look up this tweet uh, from Alicia Tau, who works for AEW. As yeah, a she's their backstage person. She's their awesome Kathy Kelly. Yeah, and uh, she did an interview with Phoenix and Penta, and you can see that under Penta's mask, he doesn't have any of the makeup. Oh, she really? Looks like a like a dude. And it's so weird to see. I'm trying to find it. Penta speaks English. It's like really weird broken English. Because mm-hmm. I know when he met uh, Stone Cold, he was talking to him a bit. But I know Phoenix is the one that talks more English than both of them. Yeah, he looks like such a regular fucking dude. <laughs> That's Danny. <laughs> this is Danny under that mask. Uh, you know what's wild? Is that they're both both teams are the same fucking age? It's fucking yeah, crazy. I know. When they put up the tail of the tape, I was like, there's like almost no difference. Penta and Matt are both wait. 34, and then the other ones are 28. 28 and, I was, and I was like, what? <laughs> uh, That's really, I was like, okay. I thought that was very funny. They're about the same height and all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. And then the last match of the night, uh, Jericho versus Omega. I think it was a very good match, too. I, I mean, the last three matches were awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, overall, the whole show, the whole show is great. But yeah. those last three matches, my buddy asked me, what match should I look out for? And I go, Cody and Dustin and beyond. That's yeah. like, it just is. It's awesome. And many different levels. What was great about it, too, is that Cody and Dustin was so good, but it didn't deflate the crowd. Because, like, after that, they got another good match that was different enough from the Cody match. Oh, yeah. And then after that, they got another match that was different enough from the Bucks uh lucha brothers match yeah so like you had no real like the theory of, of the wwe theory of like gotta, gotta like down. bring them down no, so man. they can come back up it's like mm, do you you know and, and this just shows and the show as long as fuck comp- like you know compared to what they want to put out yeah it's funny because it's, you bring that up but like fucking nxt we always talk about it, it's like five matches but all those matches it's just non-stop right, well they're also lengthy yeah. like that's what works for them it is the girthy match i think always the the women's match is kind of the cool down but even still those things are always still fire yeah um anyway so yeah the jericho omega match uh, Jericho's entrance was really cool. Yes, that was uh, cool. I that will, was Cody's idea. Apparently, I will say that I thought that the the Jericho uh, light show uh, jacket came before the list Jericho. So I don't know it why that came out. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be chronological. It, it felt like it was. They started with Lionheart. Well, and there's then, only three things: is Lionheart, List, 
and then, and then light show Jericho. Jacket. But it was just like, if it wasn't gonna be chronological, I'd put Lionheart first. You know. <laughs> <laughs> also uh, that one has the least to go off of because he didn't really have that much visually like what was Lionheart Jericho like top knot when he was a heel in WCW and he had that crazy ass jacket and when I saw it I was like oh yeah he had that vest that was like original like Jericho first starting out right um, and then the list was really just the list and scarves yeah uh, but I like it I like his entrance and then it played the Judas and uh he showed up for realsies. Yeah, he came out for realsies. Um, and then I gave you Jericho's new theme song. Like I sent it in the text. If you no, you sent to. Omega's theme song. Oh yeah, yeah, Omega's theme song. I really like it a lot. Because uh, I, it, well, I laugh because like it's basically that thing that we were talking about yes, last time. I know that about. you hate, but but <laughs> the thing is, but it's original. That's yes. the difference. And that's how Omega's music always yeah, like. Yeah. He, he always kind of likes that shit. Like I feel, and it makes reference to him in the lyrics anyhow. Yes, and I feel. I don't feel other music. Okay. Cleaner Omega. That music is cool because it kind of goes with Devil Sky. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm talking about like, let's say New Japan, like duh, 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 that the fucking the cleaner song when he was part of Bullet Club. Yeah, it was Devil Sky still. Was that what it was called? Yeah. Devil yeah. Uh, that song, That's why it's referenced in the, the lyrics to this new one. Oh, okay. I thought that was a reference to fucking video game shit. But uh, I mean, I'm sure that the title of it is a reference to video game, but it's called Devil Sky. Like the. Yeah, the one that he always comes out to. Yeah, the cleaner song. New Japan, yeah. Um, I always felt that went with him because that's like his his character kind of felt like that. And I think his last song that he did at Wrestle Kingdom, that one that was inspired the video game guy and everything, I feel that's like Kenny's thing. I feel like after listening to that and listening to this, just listening to it, I, I, I felt like if Kenny had another song that didn't kind of feel like a video game thing... I really don't feel that would be Kenny. Like, I feel Kenny is... Well, even Devil Sky feels like uh, the the real instrument version of a villain's theme song. It does, yes. Like, something out of Final Fantasy is what, yeah. it's, what it feels like. Yeah, because it has a... Yeah, yeah exactly. And there's nothing else to it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, hearing that, I was like... I didn't... Like, when I was listening to it on the show, I heard it, and then I just kind of blanked it out. But yeah, then when yeah, they same. put it out, I was like, okay, this is very Kenny Omega. Like, yeah. this feels like something he would come out. Uh, match was very good. Uh, it had that, also different. It had that moment where fucking Super Kenny went through the goddamn table and I was like, Ugh, Checkout's he, table. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. a great call. Great uh, call. He goes, the ta- I am the table. Says, <laughs> says fucking says Jericho. Kenny, Jericho. And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> but yeah, that was another no. But I mean, when Jericho just bust Kenny's nose open. <laughs> Yeah, that was like in the first two seconds of the match, dude. I think no, it was like the first like five ten minutes maybe. He put no gloves on, man. But he just every saw, time everyone's bleeding, I was like, "Where's these gloves, man? Get your gloves on, bro." For real, <laughs> these like, refs, man. Yo, the moment someone blood, get that fucking glove out. Nitrile too, not latex. Nitrile gloves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great match. Uh, I, the Snapdragons always those V triggers, incredible. Uh, speaking of V trigger on the Matt Riddle versus Roderick, uh, uh-huh. Morrow calls it a V trigger when Ooh. because Riddle does the V trigger, yeah. he does that fucking snap one. Uh, we uh, saw him live, I know. Yeah, 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 he does that, and then, oh, well, okay, in the match he does a regular V trigger, and then he does that the spin out one, mm. and that one is called the Seth one. He doesn't spin him out, right? He does the fucking GTS. Who's Seth? No, uh, oh, Riddle. Matt Riddle. Okay. Riddle is the GTS. It drops him. Then he does the fucking the knee. knee into, or no, he does a German into the knee, right? Yeah, I think it's a German. Yeah, 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 yeah. German into the knee. But the the German into the knee is something else. But he does a V trigger in that match, and Morrow calls it a V trigger. And I was like, <laughs> I guess that's what the movie is called. <laughs> I mean, Morrow's on point all the time, so I have. I mean, Morrow also calls it Ushiguroshi, and nobody else calls it that. Matt, uh, Michael Cole tried to for a bit, and I think uh, what's his name did too. Corey. Yeah. 
Corey's, they don't anymore. Corey's on that oven up. He's got to call that. They, he's, uh, he's on the math striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to call that. I mean, once I heard it, I'd be like, yo, we can call it the Japanese name. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, that is its name. Let's call it the real name. Yeah, let's call it the real move. Um, but yeah, man, he, it's, it's, Kenny hasn't wrestled for what, like two months, three months, something like that? Yeah, somewhere. Uh, so to see him again. Well, I mean, not on television. Who knows? Because I mean, like Jericho's attacked him at like shows in Winnipeg. So he might yes. have been wrestling on those shows. He might have. But he hasn't been something. So to see Kenny again, I was like, man, I miss Kenny wrestling. <laughs> I was like, yo, Kenny's an awesome wrestler still. Even though uh, like Jericho's pretty much owning him a lot of that match. Yeah. I didn't think Jericho would win. That did I come didn't out either, but I'm kind of glad he did. Because it gives you somewhere to go from there. Well, it's, yes, it's interesting. Jericho did say he had the new finish. And so I guess if you, cut, if you kind of think about it, I mean, if you're going to be a new finish, why aren't you going to win? You know, because it wouldn't show sure. up. Uh, and then Shane does it too on, on the last SmackDown. Shane, I mean, good. It's Shane a, did the Judas. It's a match used by the best in the world. Uh, so yeah, it was the fucking codebreaker, and then he pulls him up, and he fucking rolling elbows him, and then it's just it one, looked two, nice, three. Though. I was like, oh okay. That's, I lied to you. Uh, that that elbow looked nice. Yeah, like it looked like it had some pep on it. It's because it's because also because Kenny's awesome at selling. So that thing yeah, looked yeah. like he just got fucking oh, yeah, of course, rocked. Of course. Uh, but, but like it, the fact that it came out of nowhere, yes, it's not like fucking Cena and his like five palm exploding heart technique shit. Yeah, the Hadouken, um, yeah, the, the Ching Bao or something. I don't know what the fuck it was because yeah. Corey yells it. Um, so uh, yeah, and then uh, great match. Didn't see Jericho winning. Jericho cuts his promo. When he tells everyone to cheer for him, everyone starts cheering. And then slowly and then, but surely the crowd is just like, whoa. Yeah, then Moxley comes out and he walks down and he fucking hops the ring. I like that Jericho's first response is, what are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing here? And he says nothing. He goes, get the hell out of my ring. And then he fucking dirty deeds him, which they're obviously going to get a name for it. Uh, and then the ref comes in, dirty deeds the ref, stone colds the fuck out of it. Everyone goes berserk. Uh, he gets Kenny up. He tries a dirty deeds. Kenny, Kenny fucking slips out. They have that awesome brawl. They get him to the 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 fucking chips. He dirty deeds him on the chips, and then he fucking fu's him off onto the fucking uh, that was crazy. Stage thing. Yeah, yeah. Just because uh, I thought there was gonna be something there, and they are not. Yeah. Um, but the crowd was nuts, and supposedly Jr. did not know that he was gonna be there, which made it even like crazier. Uh, but JR also likes not knowing fucking outcomes for matches. That's what he's always said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wants to watch it and call he, it. And he wants to be in the moment. Right, right. Because uh, it'll make him, which I kind of feel like maybe, I, I assume Morrow knows, but it feels like Morrow doesn't because he gets so fucking into these things. It's fucking crazy Mamma Mia explosions. And that's how I feel like Morrow maybe takes a, a page from JR's book or just don't tell me what's going to happen and let's just fucking go with it. Um, but yeah, Moxley closing it and having a nuts thing was that bigger shot off the bow than breaking that oh, fucking yeah. triple h fucking million percent yeah and he's a multi-year contract and he's good to go man so we'll see um it was an incredible show it was great it is one of those game changers it did do a hundred thousand buys which they did not think was going to be that's even crazier yeah and now nuts. after people heard that i know alvarez ryan alvarez was saying like you know if you asked me before that if they were going to kind of maybe do a little work to WWE in the beginning, I would have laughed and be like, it's going to take a while. But now having 100,000 buys, there's a bigger chance that they'll probably beat them in the ratings sooner rather than later. Hmm. It, it can be something because that's... Well, I mean, that's... I don't feel like it's a huge task currently because WWE is just... Like no, it's not. But to... Making it worse. 100,000 buys, it's like, yeah. hey man, that's fucking... For their first show well, ever. for a $70 pay-per-view or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, first show ever. It's crazy. But we'll see. We'll see how All Out goes. If All Out does the same, then yeah, man, you got something on your hands. It's crazy. Um, 
I will say all it has is those CM Punk stars, but who the fuck? If CM Punk stars, that's it, man. That's fucking donezo, no fun zone. Oh, I guess. I, I, I would not care. Less. I could not care. Less. I mean, it's just crazy to be like, hey, CM Punk said he never wrestle, and he doesn't have to wrestle. He's just here. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge thing. Um, I doubt it. I saw this just now on Twitter. This is from like several hours ago, uh, but it's from KHIC. It says, uh, WWE said to be awaiting approval from Saudis for women's match at Super Show. Ah. Ah, get the fuck out of here. That's never happening. That's insane. That's this Friday, too. You're not watching Yeah, I'm not going to watch that nonsense. It's bigger than WrestleMania, according. Fuck that bullshit. Brock is cashing in. I thought we were cashing in tonight, Friday. Oh, it's that Brock party, bro. <laughs> Brock party is the best thing ever outside it's of that. so stupid. I, I love Outside of that, three weeks in a row of fucking telling me that Brock's going to cash in, and then he doesn't, and then he tells us Friday, fuck you, WWE. <laughs> so, WWE, man, I don't fucking know. These people, after all out, after all in, I mean, all out, uh, I mean, double or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, said them all. Uh, They're like, what's WWE going to do? And you know what they do? They do, I think, an hour and a half of no wrestling to show off their shitty storylines. And that's what they think is better than fucking double or nothing. But no way, bro. Um, I'm quickly going through uh, Wrestling Observer. See what's up. Nothing crazy. Uh, and then who? Uh, Eli Drake's a free agent after getting dropped from Impact. Ooh. Uh, the... Um, Takeover was incredible. Uh, Rocky hasn't seen it. Uh, yeah. But he probably will before yes. next week, obviously, because it's fucking Takeover. The main event, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, where Cole wins the title. I fucking pop big time. Uh, I really didn't think he was going to win it because I was like, yo, Gargano not just got it, but this is like his second title fence. Uh, but they they did have the thing. It says Johnny Gargano 2. Like it showed like a rumor number 2. So they can probably have a Johnny Gargano, uh, Adam Cole 3. Like their nice. third match, you know, like, here we go. Uh, but that match was last match on Tego WrestleMania was fucking incredible. It was probably the best match the WWE has ever had. In and God yet, himself. apparently this one was, I mean, this one was fucking nuts. It was, it was wild. I, I don't know. It's and watching. It, I'm like, man, why can't fucking main wrestler, main roster do this shit? I mean, like I you can see this. like they have doing moves outside the ring just doing so much storytelling like the whole thing was Cole building up to do the Panama Sunrise and mm-hmm. he was trying to do it so much and no match has like let's see fucking you know uh, Roman constantly trying to do a Superman punch constantly trying to do a Superman oh, punch but it's like 50 of them. it just stops and like you can't it's getting right, counter right. it's getting counter it's well, getting it's like counter. Kenny like trying to one wing Angel Okada uh, so many times and he just would never same get thing in this match he never, never pulled it off no, because when you pull it off that's it it's like the right, stunner right, you're done there's no way out of it and so it's like he's trying to do the Panama Sunrise and he does it or he misses or he gets super kicked or he just can't do it and then he finally does it outside of the ring. It's like, oh, my God. Like, after, like, the sixth time. And he fucking does it on the ring. And then he does it inside. And it's like, oh, you're fucking done. I will say this, though. Their last match, uh-huh. although fantastic, was, like, the most indie match I've ever seen in NXT. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, the superiest indie match of all time. It was. But it was just... Which is fun. It was fine because... It has a time and place. It has. But... And it's also... It was just the story of Superman beating all the odds and that just right, made right, it right. like oh my god this guy can't he was like oh you know Johnny Gargano became the best baby face because he was yeah. just overcoming everything and you thought he'd lose and this was like and in this oh. one and he, he overcomes a lot but like at the moment that it's gonna end and I'm like Johnny's gonna win Johnny's gonna win he does not it gets reversed he reverses the Gargano escape gets a last shot gets a fucking Panama Sunrise and I'm like oh my god and then I go one two and I'm flipping out. I'm like oh shit and three and then it's like oh my god Aaron Cole got the belt <laughs> I was, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I was fucking crazy he also had a new intro too Adam Cole came uh-huh. out with some uh, some uh, hip hop guy I don't have no idea who he is but he did a whole fucking like 
like uh, a fucking Cassius Ono kind of song for him. Just rap the whole way down with him. And it was pretty awesome because it went with the whole song and then he did the boom in it and then the nice. baby and it was fucking awesome. Uh, this is this just dawned on me real last minute. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Uh, did you watch Raw or Smackdown this week? Yes. Uh, how much do you love our truth being on that table? Uh, it's pulled out from under the room. I got a good smirk. Like I went <laughs> and I laughed. That's a, that's a laugh. That's it a was. Smirk. It was. A, it was a sensible chuckle. It was quite funny. Uh huh. The best way to use something that's useless. Yes. I hate everything about that show, but that was. I was like, hey. yeah, sure. I, I I can't I can't argue that point to you. They are so bad. These, but these like past couple weeks, I like that this twenty four seven titles a not being taken seriously. <laughs> Because why would it? Look look at it. It's not meant to be taken no, seriously, as far as I'm concerned. That EC3. Yeah, whatever. Go get that fucking mouth. This is all the, like, lower That poor, mid, that all, poor guy, guy who, all because everyone wanted to cheer Dean Ambrose, he got fucking shit on. Which for, like, Dean Ambrose addressed it, too. He was just, like, a good friend of mine, but... Um, yeah, and then EC3 went, thank you. Good luck, bro. <laughs> uh, oh that, that, that popped me a little bit. I also... I, I laughed when chuckled EC3 that. came out, when he was just oh, No, not EC3, just when Truth gets pulled out. Cesaro oh. pulls out the table and Truth is on it. Just, truth is on it, yeah. That means for he no was fucking there reason. the whole night. Yeah, yeah. Waiting for that fucking moment. Also, Cesaro Ricochet is always a good match. Yes. Um... Only thing worth watching on Raw. As far uh, as yeah, that was a good match. And then I think the revival uh, fucking Usos. Oh, I didn't watch it because I didn't care. That was a good match. Revival Usos. I mean, look, there, well, yeah, but it wasn't. It was Roman and the Usos versus the revival and, and Drew. Drew, which is a good match. I mean, yeah, but you know, it's a it's some bullshit gimmick nonsense, and I I'm, I'm done with it because <laughs> it's all about Shane and Roman at Super Showdown. Because who wants to watch that? that? That match better be quick as fuck. That Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, better and Brock Lesnar, uh, Goldberg better be quick as fuck. That, Who wins that one? That's the thing. Oh my god! It should be Goldberg. It, it should, should be. be. It should be. It's all Undertaker wants to super kick him real quick before he gets beat. Oh, I want to see him try and choke slam. I mean, it's got to be a choke slam, and then he's gonna get up, and then Goldberg will jackhammer him, and he'll get up, and then spear. Uh, this is another th- uh, headline I just saw. From and then Brock's gonna cash ever. in Friday. Um, no, yeah. Friday. He's going to let you know ahead of time. He said Friday. Friday. If he doesn't, that's going to be awesome. Oh, if he doesn't, then that's like, fuck you. This company's already big fuck you. They've extended the, well, Brock's going to cash in. Brock has to. Stephanie says he has to. And then he does. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Fuck you, man. After the first uh, How week, much South Park do you watch? I don't watch no, South Park. No, I haven't watched okay. Park forever. Well, there's, uh, this is from several seasons ago, uh, where Comcast, like they're having, uh, it's a Minecraft episode where the, the parents are into murder porn. Which is like um, investigation discovery. Okay. Right. So then the kids put a child lock on the TV so the parents can't watch these murder shows. Uh, and then it becomes this whole thing that spirals out into them contacting Com- uh, Comcast to try to like fix the problem, right? And and unlock the settings. And Comcast being, you know, Comcast is just like, all right, yeah, a tech will be out there, you know, on Friday between 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. And they're like, yeah, but can't can you do something sooner? And, you know, every time someone tries to appeal to Comcast or anything, the guys over the phone or wherever, like, they have these polo shirts on that have two little panels over the nipples. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, you can always go to another provider if you want. And they're like, oh, but there isn't another one, is there? Oh, that's too bad. And they just, like, every so often just pull down the nipple and just start, like, tweaking their own nipples as they're <laughs> getting off, like, fucking with these people. That's what WWE feels like they're doing. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna watch AEW? Like, no, oh, oh, yeah, you go watch them. Oh, they're not around you. Yeah. <laughs> they have no show. Oh, <laughs> oh man. 
This what it feels like. Oh, but this is the other headline from um, Figure Four that I thought was interesting. New names are coming around for oh, yeah. NXT guys. I saw the names thing when I was watching. Trevor oh. Lee, Jesse Elaban, Eric Bugenhagen, which why would you even change his name? Rick Boogs. Adrian. I fucking uh, hate that name. <laughs> what is it? Adrian Jowd? Jowd? Jowd. Yeah, I think he's the one of the Brazilian guys. And Luke Menzies. Yeah, Menzies. Uh, Trevor Lee is now Cameron Grimes, a stupid name. I uh, guess it kind of goes. But yeah, but it's just like he looks, he, looks, right, he looks like he could be dirty. So let's yeah, call him Grimes. I was trying to think of this before you finish him. Like, would I be would you be upset if they never had those names and they were always just Cameron Grimes and everything like that? I was trying to really think that. I mean, like if they were if he was he was never Trevor Lee, he was just Cameron Grimes, like not in WWE. Yeah, like he was. Yes, not in WWE. He was Cameron Grimes. And when he came to WWE, he was Cameron Grimes. I mean, then you wouldn't know any better. That's what I'm talking about. I was trying to think. I was like, like I was if look- in PWG, he's Cameron Grimes. I'm like, all right, that's his name. I was looking at not it, a good name, trying to be name. like, you know, fucking objectively and be like, what if they were never these names? Does it sound good? Trevor like Lee's a- just a better name, I think, because he's the thing is that like nothing about him says like he's grimy. I think they would. Do- I think other than like he has. A I think they also changed his name hair. because they have Keith Lee already, and I don't. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they didn't want a Trevor Lee and a Keith Lee. Cameron Grimes is not a good name. Uh, let's see. Jesse Elaban is, is now Jesse Kamea. Yeah, which is she Hawaiian? I think she's Hawaiian. Like, I mean, know. I wouldn't doubt it. But so that makes sense to me at least. Also, it's not a you know off-putting name. She uh, lost her like geeky gimmick anyway, and she's wearing those nice floral shit yeah. that she had. So I liked her when we saw her live. Uh, it was nothing out of this world, but I liked her. Yeah, she had some good shit in there. Yeah, Bugenhagen is Rick Boogs. Rick R I K. R I K, bro. Rick Boogs. B U G E Z. I hate that. Hate all of his. Hate I all mean, of it. Okay. Bugenhagen is a fucking crazy name to begin with. I know, but like he's been on TV as Eric Bugenhagen. He's I know. gotten the crowd to be behind him as Eric Bugenhagen. Just leave him as Eric Bugenhagen. Uh-huh. He's, well, he's only on TV once. He hasn't had like a. What? Like we, you know, he hasn't been a moment where I'm Rick Boogs. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like Rick Boogs. I like Eric Bugenhagen. Yeah, for sure. It sounds uh, so fucking off the wall. Jaud is Arturo Ruas, which I don't care. Is a super generic name. And Menzies is Ridge Holland, which is just Luke Menzies to Ridge Holland is a weird name, but you know, whatever. It's not. Again, it's just kind of generic. UK dude, or where, I mean, maybe he's only wrestled on the house shows we ever seen him. It's fairly generic overall. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's there's that, and then I had seen that a bunch of people were at Evolve shows over the, like the last uh, like, Riddle few and weeks. Gulak are going to be at the Evolve show because I think it's like an anniversary thing or something like that. Oh, and I know I know Gulak is facing him at the thing or something like that. There's dates for Bola, blah 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 blah. Yeah, nothing else of real note. It looks like. What happened with the Mysterio thing and the title? Anything, he anything gave, important? He, so he he gave it up to fucking Samoa Joe, which is really weird because you have an injury. You vacate the title. You don't give it to the person yeah, who real. fucking lost you in a minute, which makes no fucking sense. But what am I to ask for this company to make sense at this point? <laughs> this company does not deserve to make sense. But supposedly if you watch it and I watched it live, I didn't hear fucking Ray. He drops the belt. And he said, he told him to come and get it, motherfucker. Or it, like, I'll have to find the moment. But I mean, when I heard it, he didn't say motherfucker. But everyone when I was watching it, they go, yo, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, and they kept putting Joe's face. It's like, fucker. <laughs> he choked him out. I was like, yo, I did not hear Ray say, come and get it, motherfucker. I heard him so said, funny. I'll be back and can get you or some shit. I was like, yo, what? I'll have to look it up real quick. But it's really funny. Nothing else. So um, take over credible. 
Uh, we're not going to watch it by next time. We're not going to watch the Saudi show. Fuck and then in show. two weeks, we have the fucking uh, stomping ground. I think two weeks after this. Yeah. Or four weeks. Some stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Also, Bliss will take on Bailey. <laughs> Bailey will lose the title already. Ah, no. Uh, the NXT UK show got announced also. Oh, yeah. It's takeover. supposed to uh, go up against uh, one of the AEW shows, isn't it? It's, it's on the same day. The thing is, it won't be at the same time because the NXT UK shows in the afternoon and right, it finishes right, right. way before the AEW yeah. show. And they've had this planned out a long time ago because they, they talked about about it well no because for the uh that's not true because for the uh, figure four daily uh-huh uh the call for takeover 25 somebody asked triple h about when the next nxt uk pay-per-view is going to be uh-huh and he was just like oh we're still trying to sort that out blah 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 like he gave a vague answer so maybe they had it planned out but it seems real suspicious that it happens to be on the well it's it, the luckily enough it's not at the same time so <laughs> right, right it's right. in the afternoon fucking british time and doesn't matter to us like we'll get it and it finishes like way before the aw show anyway uh that was your episode so once again these are your hosts rocky and rick we'll catch you next week Peace. later